Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the What Science Says podcast. I'm your host, Mahshad, and I am a neuroscientist and a PhD candidate at the University of Toronto and the Hospital for Sick Children. In today's episode, we're going to continue our conversation about Alzheimer's disease, this time from a different but very relevant angle. Did you know that Alzheimer's is also commonly called diabetes type 3 because of the very important role insulin resistance plays in it? That honestly blew my mind when I read it, and I almost didn't believe it, but it's true, and today we'll be looking at four key mechanisms that link insulin resistance to Alzheimer's disease. But before we get into the science, let's talk about the gravity of the issue that is the strong, partially causal link between diabetes and Alzheimer's disease. We know that both Alzheimer's disease and diabetes are very prevalent diseases that negatively affect millions of people's lives around the world. Alzheimer's disease is the most common cause of dementia in older adults. And in Canada in 2020, there were 597,000 people living with the disease. By 2030, that number is projected to almost double to about 955,000. And worldwide, there are 55 million people living with dementia, and that number is set to rise to 78 million people by 2030. Diabetes, on the other hand, is a metabolic disorder characterized by high blood sugar levels due to inadequate insulin production or insulin resistance. Today, we're mainly talking about diabetes type 2. It is also a major public health concern with an estimated 463 million adults living with diabetes globally today, and International Diabetes Federation predicts that by 2030, at least one in every 10 adults could have diabetes. One in every 10 people! So you could say diabetes is a common disease in the world, and it's only getting more common. So both Alzheimer's and diabetes are on the rise. And surprise, surprise, there's growing evidence that these two conditions are linked. For example, people with diabetes are at higher risk of developing Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia. And there's a significant overlap in the risk factors for these conditions, such as obesity, sedentary lifestyle, and poor diet. And science may be able to explain the link between the two diseases because recent studies have shown that insulin resistance and impaired glucose metabolism, aka type 2 diabetes, may play a causal role in the development and progression of Alzheimer's disease. The good news here is that diabetes, especially in the early stages, is a treatable disease and changes in lifestyle that help reverse insulin resistance and repair glucose metabolism could help also prevent Alzheimer's disease. To me, that's honestly good news, because knowledge is power. Let's start with the first mechanism then, insulin signaling disruption. Insulin is a hormone that regulates glucose uptake and use in the body, but it also has important functions in the brain, such as regulating brain cell survival, synaptic plasticity, and memory formation. In Alzheimer's disease, there's growing evidence that insulin signaling is impaired, which may contribute to the cognitive deficits and neurodegeneration seen in this condition. For example, studies have shown that insulin receptors and downstream signaling molecules are reduced in the brains of Alzheimer's patients and that this disruption can lead to impaired glucose metabolism, mitochondrial dysfunction, and oxidative stress. This is where the term type 3 diabetes comes in because of the similarities in insulin signaling disruption between Alzheimer's and diabetes. The second mechanism linking insulin resistance to Alzheimer's disease is beta amyloid accumulation. 
beta amyloid is a protein that forms plaques in the brains of Alzheimer's patients and is thought to be a key driver of the disease. Insulin resistance has been shown to increase the production and accumulation of beta amyloid, which can in turn impair insulin signaling and exacerbate insulin resistance, suggesting a sort of a feed-forward loop where insulin resistance increases beta amyloid, which makes insulin resistance worse, and so on and so forth. And the primary victim here is the brain that is undergoing damage and starting to develop Alzheimer's disease potentially. In fact, in a phase two clinical trial, patients that received insulin through their nose to their brain for four months showed better cognition, especially improved memory compared to the ones receiving placebo. And in fact, other diabetes medications are also under investigation to see if they can help with Alzheimer's disease. The third mechanism is inflammation and oxidative stress. Insulin resistance has been linked to increased inflammation and oxidative stress in the body, which can contribute to increased inflammation and oxidative stress in the brain, and therefore brain cell death. In Alzheimer's disease, there's evidence of chronic inflammation and oxidative damage, and some studies have suggested that this may be driven in part by insulin resistance. For example, vitamin C, a very potent antioxidant, crosses the blood-brain barrier using the same receptor as insulin. In the cases of diabetes and insulin resistance, there is less of this receptor to basically compensate for too much insulin in the body. But this also means less vitamin C and less antioxidants crossing to get to the brain. Not only that, but there's also increased oxidative stress because of insulin resistance. So not only are the defense mechanisms against oxidative stress weaker in diabetes and insulin resistance, but there's also more oxidative stress, making this a total double whammy that results in cell damage, neurodegeneration, and potentially Alzheimer's disease. Finally, the fourth mechanism linking insulin resistance to Alzheimer's disease is blood-brain barrier dysfunction. The blood-brain barrier is a specialized layer of cells that protect the brain from harmful substances and regulate the exchange of nutrients and waste products between the brain and the bloodstream. Basically, think of a saran wrap surrounding you, the spinal cord and the brain, and this saran wrap has selective holes for certain things that can get in and out, but not anything can get in and out to protect garbage or anything that isn't good for the brain and the spinal cord to not be able to get in. Insulin resistance can increase the permeability of the barrier, so allowing for more things to get in, allowing more harmful substances to enter the brain, such as inflammatory molecules, beta amyloid, and this can promote neurodegeneration. For example, a receptor that transports amyloid beta, the building blocks of the plaques that we see in Alzheimer's disease increases in diabetes. This literally means there is more amyloid beta going to the brain to potentially form plaques and lead to Alzheimer's disease. Now, this episode wasn't meant to promote diabetes medication for Alzheimer's disease, but the main takeaway here is the major way in which diabetes can potentially lead to Alzheimer's disease. With 1 in 10 people projected to have diabetes in the next 10 years, that means a lot of people are going to have unhealthy brains. But there is a solution lying in lifestyle changes that take care of your health and prevent and could potentially reverse insulin resistance. The power is in our hands if we act soon, and in future episodes, we can talk about what that means. With that, I'd like to thank you for joining me today on this episode of the What Science Says podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, we're all ears. Please send them our way, and if you haven't already, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Have a great rest of your day and week, and we'll catch up with you next week. Mm-hmm.